Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is, wherever you're watching this. If you only take away one thing from this video, whether you are a buyer or a seller, please let it be this. The market remains very price sensitive and appears to be operating at two speeds with properties that are priced accurately being snapped up by budget conscious buyers whilst overpriced properties are left on the shelf. Okay. Hi, everybody. Um, this is a quick, unscheduled, unprompted, uh, impromptu, I mean, live stream on Moving Home with Charlie. I'm Charlie Lambden. Right Move put out their February house price index this morning, and I'm going to run through it. I'm going to interpret it for you. <clears throat> My camera's a bit high. I'm going to interpret this for you uh, because a lot of it will be very confusing to the uninitiated. Let's get into it straight away. So, <clears throat> now, at a glance, and of course, 90% of people will only see the headlines, at a glance, <gasps> everything's up. Everything's up. House prices are up monthly, they're up annually, and... 16% increase in sales agreed. Everything's fine. Charlie's a doom monger. He's just a doom monger for clicks and likes. And he's just trying to, he's just trying to talk the market down because everything's fine. Okay. Number one for all of those of you who don't already know. And by the way, I'm running a, a poll on X right now to see. Currently running at 62% of people did not know that the right move house price index is based only on newly listed asking prices in the last 30 days or the last month. It excludes any price reductions that happened in that time. And it excludes all of the other stuff that's on the market with prices reducing. It's so important that you understand that because then the context of all these numbers actually can make a lot more sense, okay? But if you look at these numbers here and think, oh, those are house prices, then you will be misled into overpaying for your home and you will be misled into overpricing your home as a seller if you don't know that these numbers are based on initial asking prices only. That's okay. That's okay. I'm not criticizing Rightmove for doing this. Rightmove only has asking price data. It's reporting on what it knows. But it's very, very important that you understand that these are asking prices and the difference between asking prices and prices at which things are actually selling, as Rightmove admit themselves in what I just said at the beginning of this, is a crucial factor to have in your grasp when you are trying to work out what's happening. And what you must must watch out for if you are a buyer or a seller is an estate agent who says to you, right move, says house prices are going up. You should call them out on that and say, sorry, don't please don't try and mislead me with that statement because I know that that's asking prices, first and foremost. Nothing to do with sold price. I know that it's newly listed asking prices and I know that it excludes price reduction. So please do not try and guff me into believing that house prices are going up because your asking prices, your newly listed asking prices are going up, okay? So, so important. I'm not gonna say anything controversial here. I'm gonna stick very closely to 
the facts in this report, right, as they report them, and I'm not contesting anything, but there's a, in the headlines about this, which you will see everywhere, they're going to miss out on, on a couple of what I think are the most important points. Let's get into it. So they say here, monthly price rise in February, broadly in line with long-term norms. That may be a mathematically correct statement, but it is nevertheless a deeply misleading one because it's implying that the market is acting in accordance with long-term norms, which it isn't in any way, shape or form. Positive annual price change for the first time since July 2023. House prices are going up year on year, is what the guffers will say. No, the average asking price of newly listed properties now might be 0.1% higher than it was a year ago, but that does not mean that the average price of properties coming to the market, it could be changed by the fact that there are more properties coming on at the higher level of the market which we know to be true. We know that there's more unsold stuff at higher prices and smaller stuff is coming on and selling more quickly. So th this is this is a, a, an explanation for this, right? It is not the case. And of course, people say, well, Halifax say that they're going up and the land registry says that they're going up. Uh, you know, so house prices are rising. No, they're not. They're not, they're not, they're not. Now, this point here, 16%, this is a fact that lots of agents have been saying to me, but Charlie, 16% up on deals agreed in last year. <laughs> come on, mate, come on. That shows there's a turnaround, surely. I welcome that number because any increase in transaction volumes is good, is brilliant for everybody, buyers, sellers, and agents alike. But you've got to remember that in January 2023, we were in the aftermath of the mini budget when all the mortgage products have been taken off the shelf. Do you remember? So comparing January this year with January last year, well, it would be it would be utterly shocking if it was as low as last year. It's up from a pretty low base last year. Welcome improvement, but it does not say, ah, oh, everything's bouncing back to normal. That it does not say, I don't think, in my opinion. Now let's run through their bullet point commentary. Uh, actually, I'm going to skip ahead to one of the things I think is really important here that everybody sees, because this tells you what's actually... I think the most useful thing happening here in the market, right? Average time to secure a number of buyers has gone up from 71 days nationally to 78 days in January. That is the steepest incline. That is a slowing, this is time taken to secure a buyer. And in London, it's even worse. It's gone from 78 days to 84 days. We're approaching three months average time to find a buyer let alone get your property sold in London. That, to me, is one of the most significant changes here, right? So everyone be aware of that. The time to get it. I think that's one of the most standout facts uh, to be aware of, okay? Because what does that tell you about the market? Let's just go back up to the, to the headlines here. Early bird buyers build market momentum, but price sensitivity remains. Okay, I don't just... I don't disagree with that statement at all. I don't think that's misleading. I think that is an accurate observation and I have no problem with it. And Because it's true, early bird buyers, those buyers getting in, being well-prepared, having their ducks in a row, are snapping up bargains of the well-priced 
properties, okay? But price sensitivity remains. In other words, don't overprice. Don't overprice. So they're saying the average new seller asking prices rise by 0.9% or £3,000 this month, okay? Th this is a misleading sentence because it suggests that all sellers are putting their asking prices up by 0.9%. That is patently not the case. And we know that there are people advertising at realistic prices and people advertising at unrealistic prices. And so this average movement in the price is of no use or value whatsoever. And again, okay, the average asking price of things is 362,000. Well, the land registry's average price is, I think, 286,000 or so 80,000 pounds lower than that. Just pointing out how meaningless these average numbers are. The annual price change moves tentatively back into positive territory after six months of annual price falls. Yeah, maybe the average annual price change has, but that doesn't mean anything and is not a reflection of what's happening at the different levels of the market, which actually their own numbers just a bit further down here do do. Agreed sales in the first six weeks of 2024 are 16% higher. Yes, great news. 16% up from a low base. And I've heard also from Christopher Watkin that fall-throughs are falling and more deals are holding together now. That is also great news for transactions, okay? So that's definitely reason for optimism if it continues at this pace. But this is, this is what happened before the recession news came out. Well, we've yet to see what that's going to do. Um, but here we are. This is a bit better. 3% higher in terms of agreed sales than the more normal market of 2019. So that put things back into context. It's not like massively up. It's it's back in line with, with normal volumes. Um, the growing market momentum. Yeah, it, the momentum is improving. I agree with that. Evidenced by the increase in both buyers and sellers with 7% more new listings to the market than last year and a 7% upturn in the number of buyers inquiring. Well, that, if it's if they're comparing apples with apples this time last year, uh, that's a weak upturn in the number of buyers inquiring. The number of buyers inquiring is not the same as number of sales being agreed, okay? Um, it's the weak upturn in the number of buyers, I would say. However, the, pro, pro, the market remains very price sensitive. Sellers, please take note. Right Move is telling you that the market remains price sensitive and is operating at two speeds, Accurately priced properties being snapped up, overpriced properties left on the shelf. Don't be one of those buyers. Oh, I mean, sellers, sorry. It's taking more than two weeks longer to find a buyer than this time last year. What does that tell you? Hmm? Does that tell you that... The market stuff is selling faster? No, stuff is taking longer to sell. The average time to sell is its low, slowest since 2015, excluding the pandemic. Right move analysis shows that sellers who price right initially are far more likely to sell quickly. This is the fact that people, sellers, just choose to overlook again and again. If you read this line and believe it, you would never say to your agent, let's test the market and then lower the price because you are immediately putting yourself into the category of people who are going to take 
longer than average to find a buyer. So longer than three months to find a buyer. Okay, national average asking prices. Now, it's important. Here we get to see a little bit of a breakdown of what's happening at different levels. Now, the national average asking price in that first, between January and February, frankly, just irrelevant and misleading in my view, okay? But what is more interesting here is the difference between the changes in asking price by market sector. This is excluding in London. So first-time buyer properties, and this is a look at month on month, have seen a 1% increase in asking price. Remember, that's the average, including the overpriced stuff. Second steppers, and this, the differentials here do line up with the downsizing thing, where there are people downsizing from detached houses into semis and smaller houses, where there is the most, arguably the most competition, right? Second steppers, second steppers uh, the asking prices have increased there by 1.3%. Top of the ladder is showing the smallest increase in the monthly asking price. All right. And on the annual, look at the differentials here. On the annual, first time buyer prices, asking prices are up 0.7%, whereas top of the ladder prices are down 0.8%. And this is another indicator that there is more downward pressure on prices at the top of the market than there is at the bottom of the market. Okay. Which would align with what I'm now saying, which is that the highest price falls will be at the highest end of the market. Uh, and there's still, unfortunately, a lot of competition for first-time buyer properties from downsizing people with cash. Just take a little breather here. See if we've got any... Uh... Hello, everyone watching. Ricky Heath, Craptacky, Mike Dennington, Ditchhead, Craig Wood, Declan. Um, thank you, guys. Oh, Lisa Woods, well done. I called out an EA about misleading rehouse prices. Felt very empowered. Excellent. That's great news. Uh, Martin Burnham, Chris Studymaster, SuperTed73, K-Art. Lots of new names here as well. Hi, guys. Thanks for watching live. Do Does anyone have questions on what I'm going through here? I'd love it if you've got questions on the, the details on the right bit. By the way, I've linked to this PDF in the description below the video. Whether you're watching this on YouTube or whether you're listening to it on audio podcast later, you will find a link to this PDF uh, so you can go through it yourself at leisure. But let's continue. Um, there's lots of guffy stuff in in the in the uh, overview here, uh, and it is of course generated to try and keep transactions going and keep it. And it's I, I just always find that stuff very frustrating. So I'm just going to skip past it because it's just it's just guff. A positive start to the year, yes, blah blah blah. Yes, 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 yes. Renewed optimism, yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with optimism as long as it's got a, a foothold in reality. But when you look at the recession and the economy and, and mortgage rates starting to tick up again, there, there is also reason to really check your optimism. Um, right, asking price trend. Now, what I would look at here is that this asking price trend, you can see there are seasonal ups and downs, seasonal ups and downs. But there is a, generally speaking, there is a downward trend there on the asking prices. And when asking prices fall, remember, people reducing asking prices, especially if the initial asking prices are falling, that is the last resort when trying to sell a house is to lower asking prices, right? 
there is a gen over the last whatever that is, that's 12 months. You can see there is a downward trend in asking prices here, which is the last one to catch up. Um, affordability trends. It's frustrating, this affordability. It's up, down, up, down. It's now ticking back up again, which is bad news. Um, and But rent prices are leveling off, which is good news. The rent increases are leveling off, and that's that's very, very welcome. Um, now, I want to go back down here. <clears throat> Price and activity trends, monthly change in average asking prices. And you can see here, it's very, very seasonable. It's up and it's down, it's up and it's down. But this is... The overall average asking price is a meaningless metric in a market that's spread amongst four different countries, England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and a market that's spread between country and rural, regional differences, and then flats and houses, leasehold and freehold. The overall average of all of that is just meaningless when you're trying to work out what's happening where you live. Um the average stock per agent. I have to say I'm surprised. I thought that would tick up in January, but it hasn't. But this, I think, honestly, is probably one of the strongest sig um, signals here about what's really, really happening in the market. Average time to secure a buyer. If you're a seller, are you factoring this in? And if you are a seller, you're gonna, you're not going to be at the average. You're either going to be someone who prices your property sensibly and you will sell in a lot less than that you'll sell in 28 days if you price correct or you're someone who overprices and you will take more than 78 days or 84 in london to find a buyer in other words you'll be looking at four five six months to get a buyer by the time you've actually come to terms of dropping your price um i put up on on x actually i'm going to find it here for you and just show it to you because it's worth showing you guys this uh, a couple of examples of problems. So here we are. Let me just share this 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 property here. So this is only an anecdote, but nevertheless, it, it, if you look at the timings of it, it speaks to what was happening in the market a year ago. So this is a new build property in Newquay that sold 18 months ago for just under £1 million, £995,000. And I put a link in that tweet there that is actually linked to that property's confirm, confirmation of that transaction price. Sold for a million, less than 18 months, about 18 months ago, right? It's now on the market at £825,000, having been reduced 70 grand from last week's £895,000. So it's 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 now at £170,000 less than it sold for 18 months ago. I just want to keep drawing people's attention to the fact that I cannot find any evidence of house prices rising. These The sellers of this house now can't sell it at 170 grand less than they paid for it 18 months ago. Draw your own conclusions, guys. Draw your own conclusions. Let's just come back to this. So 78 days if you're a national and 84 days, so approaching three months to secure a buyer in London on average. But again, it won't take you three months. It'll either take you one month if you price realistically, or it will take you six months if you don't, roughly speaking. Okay, that's what actually happens. Now, the last page that I always think is worth going through in, in Right Moves, 
<clears throat> uh, monthly price report is the London boroughs because it really spells out for you how, for example, when people say, what's happening in the London property market? Well, which London property market? Because look how different they all are. These are all London property markets and they're all doing different things. Okay, so in Westminster, you've got an annual change in asking price of 10% up. Now, someone might look at that and say, well, look at that. House prices in Westminster are 10% up on last year. No, they aren't. That is the average asking price. Now, why would the average asking price be up year on year in Westminster? Well, because more higher value properties, more people are selling more expensive properties in Westminster. That's what makes an average asking price go up. It's not that more people are selling stuff at a higher price because that's patently not happening. You know, the land registry said London house prices are down six or seven percent year on year. And that was up to J July last year. <clears throat> so that's. I'm not going to go through them, but have a look for yourself. But again, even if you live in one of these boroughs and you go, oh, look, I live in Wandsworth. What's happened in Wandsworth? You've then got to break it down by houses and flats, freehold and leasehold, and top end and bottom end of the market. That is still an average for Wandsworth, and it is not telling you what actual prices are doing in Wandsworth. See what I mean? <clears throat> this is why I say you've got to get out and view, because if you are buying a flat in Wandsworth or if you are buying a house in Wandsworth, those two things are doing different things in Wandsworth. If you are at the top end of the market in the sort of several million pound bracket or you're down at the sort of three, four hundred thousand pound bracket, they're going to be doing different things. And you will not find out what's happening today at the front line unless you are out viewing properties. All right, guys, <clears throat> that was just a very quick impromptu Oh, I really thought I could keep it 15 minutes. I just can't, can I? Um, Adam Nunn. Hello, Adam. Uh, Adam Lund's watching on LinkedIn. Adam is a mortgage broker who says the market is all over the place in my area. There's a 100% the downsizers or home movers with good equity and income market whereby they weigh up fear of missing out versus fear of overpaying. They decide they can afford to overpay, so they offer asking price. Exactly. Um and that reminds me, actually, that, thank you, Adam, you've reminded me what I wanted to say, which is this. I had a phone call this morning with a longtime follower of the channel who was frustrated because they just missed out on a flat that they that went on the market a while ago. They're a cash buyer. Um, they went, it was on too high, um, but it went under offer. So they thought, never mind. That offer fell through. It came back on the market at a sensible price. And by the time they got around there, it was sold. So Again, what Rightmove is saying is true. There are two markets there. You price realistically, you'll sell quickly. Uh, and if you don't, you just won't. But you've got to be out viewing or you will miss the bargains and the realistically priced properties coming out of the market. Guys, thank you for watching. I'm sorry I've run out of time. I've got to go. See you on the next one. <clears throat> Remember, you can find me on mhwc.co.uk, where my website is. And I've also got in the link below... Uh, to my first time by email offer template. Check that out if you haven't seen it. It's uh, it's being used by hundreds of people a day, working really, really well. Um, and if you want to book time with me, you can do it on my website there or at buymeacoffee.com forward slash MHWC, which is on the screen now. And with that, I'm going to love you and leave you and see you on the next one. Actually, 8 p.m. tonight, live stream with a former 
estate agent who worked for a corporate for four years and then became a mortgage broker within that corporate for four, for, for, for a while as well. So they're a former agent and broker. Uh, and they're going to be joining me to spill the beans about what really happens behind the scenes of a state agency. Because like me, they want transparency and they want fairness and they want people to be able to move house more easily. So I hope you'll join me eight o'clock tonight for that live stream. Otherwise, see you on the next one. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.